welcome to the old new podcast results show on Gebo. I'm Mick McGraw. Right, Mick. Thank you. Where are we starting? I'm going to go with yourself again. It's getting a um, regular. Yeah, we'll do, we'll, we'll do Lairds, and Lairds got a uh, one all draw at the weekend against Swim Show Amateurs. You're up there. Yeah, uh, hot and cold, aren't they? Yeah, no, they, 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 they seem to uh, win one, lose one, draw, so doing a lot better than us. So what happened with you on Saturday? So what, we were really good Saturday. We were good for 75 minutes. So we were, to be fair, we were still good. We just, we conceded, we won a lot, conceded one off corner again. Whether it was in or not, we don't know. And then Skaz got Simbind, which is a fucking joke. Simbinning. Fucking men's footy. Um, and then, 94th minute, we make a mistake, keeper makes a mistake, and we, we're 2-1. Lost again. How does that feel? What you going, with what you're going through? Yeah, obviously when, when, when you're down there and obviously we're on the run that we are. When you obviously you can concede conceding late's hard anyway, isn't it? But when you when you lose the game on a on a defeat it, it makes it feel you may feel worse, don't you? But obviously Then you go to Tuesday and the other way around. Yeah, we were we were we were terrible Tuesday, honestly, for an hour. We stayed in the game. I know it doesn't sound like you stay in the game, but we stayed in the game. Um, um, what was it? 2-0, uh, we, we just went for it. We ended up putting young Jack Kelly on and young Harvey on. Um, went three up top. Like, I had every attacking player on that. I had him, he's caught on. Two forwards, wing-backs, yeah. weren't they? Yeah, Ben Holmes and Berkey, wing-backs, yeah. 3-4-3, three, three, and then... Do you know what? We got one. Uh, great finish from Berkey. Good dummy from Jack Kelly, and then uh, we we made them. They didn't get out. We made them with some terrible decisions we made in the final third towards the end. And then Joey f- scores a header off a corner with like two minutes to go, and then just not enough times. They went. They'd gone. Then they'd gone. But you know what? It's something to work on. Something to build on. But what I'm happy about the most is the reaction I've got on Twitter. Yeah. The support I- I'm having, like off the weight sword, is really. <laughs> You really know, backing you? Backing me. I don't, I don't go on Twitter anymore. Spudders backing me. Um, <laughs> I have seen Wade having a few good digs. Yeah, well, do you know what? I, I get it, because I've given him a little bit on here, haven't I? So you, I've got to be prepared to take it, you know what I mean? And I do take it. But he won't He won't accept my friend request on Twitter. So he can't tag you. So he, he, he doesn't want to tag me, but... Um, I'll have a way that daddy needs to step up there. Yeah, you if you're going to help me, you know. And do you know what? Same as there's another kid plays with a hoot. If he plays with a hoot in reserves and he's uh, you seen the crossy thing he's put up. I haven't but I've heard of it. The it's quality to be fair. And do you know what I love it all? Because while we're doing shit and to be hit at, and, to be hit at, and you know what keep it coming. Do you know what I mean? Keep it coming. It's enjoyable. Keeps me going. Okay so what are we doing? Uh, we're going to do the chess league again. Chess league first. Yeah we'll start. It's the CNC Catering Chester and District Challenge Cup was Saturday with a mouth-watering game on the agenda. Local derby between Blake and Youth Reserves and Wagon and Horses, both of the Premier Division. And it didn't disappoint that the game was mar- marked before the kickoff with a minute silence for Jeff Cumsey, who sadly passed away last month. And it obviously doesn't say what he was with. In a great game, it was Blake who go into the half of the next round with a 2-1 win over I 
Goals from Harley, Benign, and Jordan Mather, Keen Jones for the wagon. And then Will Kitchen got two, Mike Taylor and Adam Stanworth with the scorers for Sashi and Alex and their 4-0 win over Chester Nomads. Chester Nomads freeze fared a bit better with a fantastic 5-1 win away at Cheshire League side Malpass, James Lloyd. Trey Latty led the line with a brace apiece for the Nomads with James Pearson adding a fifth. Gary Gregory replied for Malpass, this is the worst scoreline I've ever seen in men's footy. Hull Rangers had a day to forget as they went down 16-1 Fucking hell. to Newton Athletic. Jake Zeringa led the way with six. Ben Woodman three, Joe Evans two, Adam Parnell two, George Germany, Steve Dodd and James Collins. Sandro Maletta two and Mike Jeff both netted. Look at all the At least he got one. Uh, Chester, Chester seconds won 3 0 over Helsby. Seconds, no scores there. Um, and Runcorn, DFA Cup. Orange Athletic went down 8 0 to halfway Rangers. No goal scorers with that. And then into the Queen's Ferry Sports Division. Prem. Unitor FC lead, lead the way to 5 points over Wagon and Horses and Blaken who were both in club action with a 3-0 win away at Shashby Youth. Have we got a report for that now? No, it's Shashby, no. We said they were sending the line. Vinny O'Toole netted the brace for Unitor with Degger Taylor adding the third. Hooten stayed fourth, 11 points behind Unitor but with two games in hand after a 4-0 win over Neston, Nomads Reserves. Decent win for the Hoots, getting us back to winning ways this weekend, winning 4-0 comfortably. Debutants, Ben Crossley notched the brace. Lloyd Iffle with his customary goal and another cracker from Matt Redmond sealed the win. The game was lacklustre from the start and took 20 minutes to get going. A tremendous Jack Owen save kept the scores at 0-0, which led to a Hooten counter-attack and 1-0. The game basically became attack versus defence after this and could have been a lot more if it, if it was not for, for the nest and centre-half and keeper who had very good games. After missing seven first-team players, we started to click, and after the first goal, and played some decent stuff, despite the poor service. Calmer at home next week for us, which is a big game for both, given the current league positions. Thanks for the Matty Port. Mm. Hi, Bab Calmer. Have they sent a report in? Got one for them, yeah. Calmer 5, Black Horse 2. Entertaining first half for the neutrals with five goals. Calmer took the lead in the first minute with a penalty from Andy Noonan, who, who was brought down by the Black Horse goalkeeper. The big man was at it again to make it 2-0, and Calmer seemed, seemed to grow in confidence. However, a lapse in concentration, the 2-0 became 2 all within mil minutes. Calmer regained the lead just before half-time. Tom Byrne beat the offside trap to find Noonan in the penalty area to score his third of the game. First half at trick, well then. In the second half, the away side almost equalised, but were denied by the post for the third time. Kelvin's fourth came with 20 minutes remaining. 
Nice passing out wide led to a lovely cross from Tom Byrne to complete his third assist of the game and it was put away by Andy Simpson. The fifth came a few minutes later. Substitute Andy Blakeborough had only been on the pitch a matter of seconds before making a run down the channel to play a wonderful cross to Tom Byrne who rightly deserved the goal. Very good second half from Calman who took their chances. Black Horse made it difficult at times for the home side with their pressing in the central areas and have been the toughest opponents in recent weeks. Kind of Mason got both goals for the Black Horse. Surprised me the Black Horse. Got a few players. A few aren't enough though, are they? Don't get results. Obviously because of the cup there was no other games on so we go to the Vets Division 3. Harford Vets beat Queen's Parfex 4-2. Got got yes. Is Speedy's job on the line? Got a big one. It's big. Harford Vets for Queen's Parfex 2. We travelled to Harford Vets in Chester for the first game in a month. It was pretty even for 30 odd minutes with both teams creating chances. From a free kick the ball fell kindly to Andy Owen 6 yards out who put it away and put us 1 up. We tried to see the half out, but shot ourselves in the foot and Harford scored with the last kick of the half to make it one all. Early in the second half, Harford went 2-1 up. Conceding late in the first half and early in the second half really knocked us and we lost our way and Harford took advantage going 3-1 up, then 4-1 up. The gaffer made a few subs, explaining we needed some height on the pitch, so on came Speedy and Glanville. We tried to get back in the game and did create some decent chances but to be fair so did Harford. Dan Costello got one back for us after Speedy dropped his shoulder 17 times to set him up but it was too little too late. Not playing for a month against a younger team on the biggest Astro, Astro pitch ever didn't help <laughs> but fair play to Harford who got the job done. We look forward to getting them back at shafts on grass. Can hear that Astro you know. Yeah. Bernie Holmes wasn't happy. That's his report. Bernard was not no. happy. No, he wasn't as I spoke to him something. With like with what? Getting taken off. Ooh, did he get hooked? Yeah, Shepherds. Who for? The big man? He didn't say, but he wasn't happy. No. No. He wasn't happy, but you know. I'll let him talk to the manager about that. Oof. It's out there now, isn't it? Yeah. West Kirby Vets went down four three twelve me poor time vets. Neil Atkins, David McDermott and Lee Mathias were the West Kirby scorers. With Luke Jackson, Chris Hughes and Todd Reed, the double, scoring for the winning goal for town. The Vets Division 4, Rake and Pickle drew 3 all with Park Rangers. Vets, Mark Hughes, Rich Catton and Russ Morgan with the goals for Rake. No, no results or submitted for Parkfield. Sandbach Town Vets, no results submitted. Beat Elsmere Port, Vet, Eastern Vets, sorry, 2-1, Steve Gayton was the Eastern Marksman with a 30 yard screamer. And you know what, that's it. There wasn't much happening on the Chester scene this, this week. But thanks for your uh, report, everyone give them in. Yep. So we go West Cheshire? Yeah, we'll go West Cheshire now. Mm -hmm. MSC Express, West Cheshire League Division 2 we'll start with. Hells me made light work of the Run Corner District FA Cup first round tussle with Run Corner Albion and inspired, inspired by a Sonny Dean double. Breeze to a 7-0 victory, favourite efforts from Jamie Hayes, Lee Garrido, Jordan Dwyer, Connor Lindsay and Jordan Cunningham completed the scoreline. 
but it was Cairns for Division 3 side one come Sports who lost 9-8 on penalties following a 3 all stalemate with Grapple Grappen Hall Sports Tom McDay Jordan Carroll and Steve McLeod obliging for Runcorn normal time congratulations to McGull Reserves who progressed to the Liverpool FA Junior Cup third round after Jay Wilson Joe Tynan and Isaac Jones and Steve Kelly found the net in a 4-1 win over Moorfields and also well done to Chester Nomad Reserves who eclipsed Hells Reserves 3-0 with efforts from Sandro Maletta too and Mike Jeffs scored a passage to the Chester FA Challenge Cup third round. Despite a goal from Paul Kennedy, Maisie Harps lost 2-1 at Heswell Reserves in their West Cheshire Shield first round clash at Gaten Park. Efforts from Dan O'Halloran and Travis O'Brien were enough for the hosts. Now, Travis O'Brien's Mickey O'Brien's grandson. Is he? Yeah, Sean O'Brien. He's all Mitchell's age, but he's a what? Fair play, he's playing men's footy. Oh, he's not as well. Yeah. Um, with well, Nestor Nomads with Ollie Dutton and Will Sarah Kelly on target to counter for South Liverpool third two one in the West in the Howarth and Gallagher Bowl first round. The Cal Bennett penalty was su- supplemented by a Josh Wright strikers. West Kirby bounced back from the from two heavy defeats to go through two one. Results over Ashford Reserves. You had Jamie Woods in reply. As a result of the untimely resignation of Division 1 members Redgate Rovers didn't know that ah, that's the first of it Boot will say St Edmunds were awarded a bye to the Pine Cup second round while unbeaten, unbeaten title rivals Major Royal progressed with your report yeah Pine Cup first round Major Royal 7 Sabu with 2 Willow with 1 by the way uh, he only does a small case Willow Oh, is it lowercase? Yeah, lowercase at the Royal. Keenan Cartwright won. Ryan Coles won. Driscoll won. Jack Davis won. Man of the match, guess. Sabu. No, he's been man of the match since he signed. Every week. Robert. Jabber. Oh, Jabber, yeah. Jabber. Every man of match, Jabber. Great energy, always wanting the ball. Scoreline sums up the game, really. One-sided from the get-go, but the lads were at it from the first minute, putting last week's disappointment firmly behind us with numerous goals coming from our superb pressing and work rate. Prescott cr- struggling at the moment for players, which you could see. Bootle at home in the next round. Big one, that. Mm. On the league scene, Asheville went top in the Division 1 title race after Josh Maldon and Corey Scasbury and a consistent marksman, Tommy Johnson, shared the goals in the 3-1 eclipse over Marshalls. John Britton and Steve Rowland scored for the second-place Cape Nears Villa. But the South Wales challenges fell far from a goal who emerged for all two visitors. Gone keeping there, haven't he? Yeah. That's great for Asheville, that though. I know Royal got games in hand. It's the thing, thing of going top, isn't it? Yeah, just getting on the summit. Got Ainsley Villavi Heswell. I have a report off Robbie Matthews, as always. It was 0 0 away at Ainsley Villavi Heswell. They turn the corner a bit, haven't they? Yeah important not to lose isn't it times we travelled to Ainsley Villa on Saturday looking to continue our return to winning ways after two wins on the bounce however despite the efforts of the lads quality on the day was in short supply as chances were at a premium and the game finished goalless Matty Bowman man of the match and it, that's about all I can say about it <laughs> on, to the, on, to the, on to next week as we face Newton in the Pike Cup at Gaten Park oh why that 
All the other pikes are this week. Nah, it's because they've both got home ties. Oh, yeah. First and the Rezies, the, the Rezies played it home, didn't they? A salty goal from Eddie Howarth won the game for Rainhill Town. 1-0 against Vauxhall Motors Reserves. Paul Pearson, Nathan Pete, Caleb Jones, Callum Smith and Louis Johnson all made the score sheet. A sixth place Mossley Hill won 5-1 against Basement outfit Ellesmere Paul Town who hit back via Josh Clayton. Saturday's Division 2 action saw leaders Marine Reserve draw for the fifth time this season after goals from Darren Br- Brannigan and Joe Levy were negated by a small double from South Liverpool Reserve's Bobby Murphy with the two. South Sefton but it struck, struck through Sam Pearson but on the receiving end against Rainford United they won 5-1 with goals from Connor Sanders and three Mike Sykes and Eddie Carney at the Prescott Soccer Centre Malaby went one better doubles from Paul Ellison and Ben Kearney coupled with favour efforts from Ellis Byrne and Tom Black anchoring Neil Pickering inside 6-0 over Rainhill Time Reserve good win not good win yeah Third place living in stay family contention. Josh Wright, Jamie Alty and Thomas Carney applying the finishes, touches a 3 0 win over Pilton Vicks. Do you have the report? Vicks nil, Remaker three. We saw Friday night with both reserves and first team squads looking really strong. Then by 1 pm on Saturday, through mostly genuine reasons, we the first or six players down and having to take players from our reserves. Despite this, we compete against Remaker, who are third in the league and get to half time with both teams having chances to take the lead. Second half kicks off and it's still end to end, but with some of our lads playing injured, we just couldn't keep up with the Remy lads, and we go on to concede three goals in the last 25 minutes. And in truth, if Lewis Walker hadn't pulled off some outstanding saves in the last few minutes, it could have been worse. Fair play to the lads who pulled the shirt on, so we were able to feel the side. One last thing, do Whittle Council own, own a roller as that pitch at Leavers is absolutely horrific? Always come in the reports no matter what. No fair play. While an effort from Run Corn Sports, Cal McCaffrey was 2 0 avail after visitors Cheshire Lions profited 2 1 while replies from Chris Krushanks and Mark Barnes. Fourth place built reserves cramped up their challenge in the Division 3 promotion race after the Salim Jarby double sparked Friday evening's 2-1 results over Groves who had Ryan Bailey in response. Ellesmere Port Town Reserves celebrated their third win of the season. Joe Humphreys, Ross Cooper and Jamie Burns netting a 3-0 win over Pilton Vicks Reserves. And that's us for... Best Cheshire. Yeah, but they've, they've asked us to put out the, um, the Pike Cup draw. So it's Ainty Villa all Chester Nomads versus Heswell and Newton. McGull or Asheville versus Capernaust or Vauxhalls. Marshall or Ellesmere Town versus Rainhill Mossley Hill. Maisie Hill versus St. Bootle St. Edmunds. Big one that. Big one for everyone else, isn't it? Ha- the, the bowl as well. That's Cheshire Bowl. Hellsby and Hellsby or Cheshire Lions v Malaby or Runcorn. Marshalls or Mossley. V Rainford or McGull, Pilton Vicks or South Liverpool versus Remy or Rainhill Town. Tough game. Tough. West Kirby versus Marine or South Sefton Borough. That's us. For West Cheshire, thank you for the reports. Okay.
Right, so we start, we'll go to Sundays. So I'm going to start. Got a new match report. A new match report? A new team of centre oh, match really? reporting. Brilliant. From that league. Oh yeah, that league. That league. That league. Well, honestly, league. Oh, obviously we don't get the rest of them, but if you send the reports in, we'll, we, will. we will read them. And if we get more and people more interested and a few more bites, maybe we can get on it. Start getting press reports sent. Last week, the gaffer decided to make a double substitution. What? 20 minutes. <laughs> That's class, that. <laughs> I wonder if it's roll on roll off, though. Bringing on Chrissy Riley for his debut. Fucking rat. And Ricky Neal. Shortly after coming on, Ricky Neal made it 1-0 after the goalkeeper spilled a shot from outside the box from Nathan Jono. Within five minutes, it was 2-0. Ricky Neal again with a 25-yard free kick into the bottom corner of the goal at sea. The goal seemed to pick Oxton Celtic up with them missing two chances themselves, which took us to the break, 2-0 to the good. Second half, the game started off really slow with chances either end. Then... The game was soon put to bed with a goal from Wayne Gibbo after the goalkeeper made an error, parrying his first effort right back to his feet shortly after. Shortly after, Oxford Celtic pulled one back with terrible defending from ourselves. With 25 minutes left, Ricky Neal was surely to grab his hat-trick after smashing the ball into the net on the half volley with his right foot. The game then was attack after attack for the one o'clock goal. Nathan Jono wrapped up the win, lobbing the on-rushing goalkeeper. Full-time 5-1. Good performance for us in the end. Takes us into the quarter-finals against Trident next week. The lads are well and truly up for it. Thanks for the report, yeah. Fair like play. play. We go on to the Birkenhead Sunday League. Wirral District Football Association Premier Cup holders Queen's Park. Booked their place in the semi-finals yet again after defeating Hope Farm 2-1. Ben Kerr and player-manager Danny Brooks were the marksman. Queen's Park have already lifted the trophy 14 times. I missed the first half of the game, to be honest. Went up there. It was 0-0 at half-time. And then... There wasn't much in the game there. They're a decent team, Hope Farm, by the way. I disagree with you. I, I, I watched it, I was there for the... Yeah, you see in about 20, 25 minutes, didn't you? No, I was there for the first time as well. Oh, were you? Yeah. Oh, well, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I, I'll be honest, I, I haven't been doing any good. I thought he tried to get it down, he, he played to the steps from big, strong lads. Should be beaten, I know. Yeah, he should. But what I will say, Ben Kerr scores a free kick. Their goal's very sloppy from us. But the winner's miles offside. That's the only thing I haven't seen in the, the win. Ma- miles offside, and he's just got a, he's just got the two men mixed up. I heard him explaining at the end of the game five minutes ago. Danny Brooks is running through from an onside position. Blackie's well offside, and the ball's been knocked back in the box, but it's going to carry to the keeper, so Blackie just touches it. Danny's basically got six yards out just to keep it to beat. So they go mad as you would. One gets sent off, keeper gets in, and it's game over, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Rated. I heard Simon explaining to their lad what happened and he explained that the lad who touched it was on but the lad who scored it was off but then it was the second phase so he's just got the two men mixed up. It's harsh on them. Yeah, well, when, when uh, you've got a young team in Queens, 
Uh, obviously, that's the first time very young. Queens. They're very, very young. But if you look at the bigger picture, is, there's a future, isn't there? Yeah. As long as you stick with the kids, there's a future. Yeah, you the can stick with them, but they've still got to prove the worth, haven't they? Yeah, but you've still got to back them, haven't you? But yeah, could, uh, could yeah. Win in the end mm-hmm. the Queens. They will be joined in the semi-final draw by arch rivals and six-time winners Doc AFC, who saw off a strong challenge from local league rivals Neston Nomads three-two. The report, haven't you? Off yeah, off uh, the cafe, Mr. Sefton. About time he sent them in, wasn't it? Yeah. The Doc started the game strong and quickly took the lead after 8 minutes through a great headed goal from Ryan Smith taking his tally up to 5 this season. Neston equalised on the 20th, 20th minute, Mark following a good move down the left hand side which was converted at the back post. With two minutes, Within 2 minutes Neston took the lead through a good solo goal from Luke Blundell as he skipped past 2 dock defenders and fired left foot into the bottom corner. A well deserved goal for Luke, he had a really good game leading the line up front. Doc controlled possession throughout the, the majority of the game but Neston de- defended really well and limited any clear-cut opportunities for the Doc. Doc struck back through Matty Collin on approximately 70 minute mark. With the game looking destined for penalties, five minutes from time, substitute Steve Forbes last onto a loose ball and finished well off the inside of the post to win the game. Special mention to Forbes who impact really changed the game. Arguably the funniest moments of the match came in the first half. Head over to Nestor Nomad's Twitter to see it. Fair play to the... Seen it. The, what did I say? Fair play to the... Colonel for posting it. Seen it. Best of luck to Nestor for the rest of the season. Gets the ball and does a little trick to slow it down. Someone pushes him over. To be fair, he should be sent off. Should be sent off. Stop it. Should. Just stop it. I got one from Neston as well. Very physical and competitive World Cup quarter-final tied shafts. We went behind early to a set-piece header, but responded superbly well, with the Blondell brothers, Callum and Luke, scoring good goals to put us 2-1 up at half-time. Doc responded and equalised as we were pegged back. Hold on for penalties, they scored a last-minute winner. Their substitute caused us problems and influenced the results. Considering the bad injuries we picked up from the game, it was an excellent squad effort against a well-established quality team. Be fair, the two two reports that match up, aren't they? Yeah, I like that. I'm assuming. You know, no, there's no need to be. Tell the truth. Right. So where am I? Two reports there. Completing an all Ulahans Birkenhead Sunday Association Football League semi-finals are rock very social. We had. Adam Sabu Smith and Jack Brown on the score sheet and they defeated last season semi-finalist Beechwood 4-3 on penalties after finishing the normal playing time at 2-0. Rock Ferry were on the receiving end last week by the exact same scoreline including penalties. 14 with Church Hotel won their game last week. No report this week from Fenton FC. Fenton FC. There's also no scorers for the beach with up. But they're on, it's on Twitter, isn't it? Because Bernie... Bernie will have them, yet, but they obviously haven't sent them in for this, so... Don't sulk when you lose, guys. No, it should be better than that. Alan Bull, Leon Clark and Jordan Dilworth all found the back of the net for Corsair FC in the Cheshire County Football Association Sunday Challenge Cup 
after demolishing FC Mitchell Construction in a round two tie, 3-0. There were mixed fortunes in the World District Amateur Cup. One club from the league progressed the previous weekend in Pultonvich Sports and Social and they will be in the hat with Willington FC. I have a match report after Willie. Yeah. Willie faced Woodchurch Rovers looking to make it a hat-trick of wins against first division oppos opposition in cup competitions. The Willie stars are brightly and should have been free up inside the first 15 minutes. Pressure finally told when Ar when Archie managed killing a lovely goal into the top corner. Second soon followed Matty O'Shea upended in the box and got up to convert the penalty like that Matty lad. Yeah. Uh, like that. Woodchurch got man Simbin for complaining but was upscaled to a red for a further descent. This was the cue for Woodchurch to start flying dangerously into tackles. The Willie stood up to it and the third goal followed neat work from Willow lowercase. Lowercase? Lowercase, yeah. Oh, and Nath Leyland who crossed for BDK lowercase to slot home from close range. BDK lowercase. And Woody Keeper collided just before half time, which resulted in a broken foot for both players. Oof. He now misses six to eight weeks of Oxwells. Ooh, we'll go into that a bit later there. Second half, and the Willie went full up when Keenan Harris killed in a beauty. The Willie had Keeper sent off for a foul outside the box, so both teams down to ten men. Corey Blaloch made it five after a wonderful pass from little Phil Humphreys. <laughs> Six soon followed, Ellis Byrne was smart, finished on the edge of the box, Noel Lawrence rounded off the score and the tidy finish to make it seven without reply. Good luck to the Woody for the rest of the season. I hope both players recover quickly, especially BDK lowercase. Now, why is he started going lowercase? That's a question. He obviously gets offended by the capital letters, doesn't he? No, I think I think the lads like being in capitals, don't they? <laughs> they do, yeah, they love it. I like well, I, I, I was a race night for them on Friday. And that go? It went well, they were good. All giving me a lot of shit over the Queens, like. Oh, is it, yeah? Yeah, singing sing songs against the, me, me Queens. Yeah, you did, to be a lot. To be honest, that might be the lowest that we've ever got. <laughs> when, the, when the Willie FC from the second division are singing Queens are in the bin. <laughs> On the downside, last season's new kids on the block, New Ferry Rangers, who got to the Wirral Premier Cup final, dipped out in quarter-final tie with Sheridan's 0-4. And no place either in the semi-final draw for Glenavon Athletic, who were well beaten by Vauxhall's 8-2. Got a report for yeah. that. 13 today from squad of 26 against the quality Vauxhall vets. Always on the back foot and got skilled at times with silly mistakes. When we played to our strengths using pace outside, created chances but too late. Reality check lost 8 1. Ryan Morris with the goal and the man of the match was Dave Roberts, 1878. That can happen against Vets, but if you've got legs, you should be able to do them. You should do, like, but. Depends your turn off you, don't I? It does, that's a problem, isn't it? Where he states. Domestic Cup action came from the David Tracy Cup, so Lions FC. With an own goal, one from Paul Ryan and one from Dave McElroy. Outgun, Eagle instead of 3-1. Elliot Miller and Ross Grimes 
notch the important goals for AFC shafts to knock the shine off Silver Athletic. Martin Wally replying for Silver, it was 2 1 to the shafts. Barker's armchair, FC. Fairs report from there. Yeah, Fairs report, thanks. Well then, lads. Another, another tough game today for Barker's armchair against Whittle Athletic at, Ridge, at Ridgewood Park. An outstanding strike from Whittle Athletic. Had us pegged behind in the in the first half, totally against the run of play. Keeper Mike Haddock unlucky not to keep it out. With battles all over the pitch and some good defending from our athletic captain, they kept their lead up until the last five minutes of the half. Louis Brown scored the equaliser as our dominance was starting to show through 1-1 at the half. Second half, once again, was dominated by, by Barkers with little to worry us defensively. We should have scored a half full in the opening 15 minutes of the second half, but Athletic defending resolutely. Louis Brown set up Richie Brown for the second and we never looked like losing the game. A long range effort from Athletic in the last 10 minutes struck the bar. We held on for a good win and another solid performance for standing manager Craig Nolan who keeps his 100% record alive. We, we march on and look to continue our streak next week. Fair play, well done. Interim manager. Joe Roberts scored for Whittle Athletic. <coughs> we need to know why he's standing manager. Yeah, Barker's let us know. Give us some more details. Has your manager been sacked? Is he on Gardner leave? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the remaining three scheduled ties produce 37 goals. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Bushels Grange Athletic had two Attic heroes in Ben Glover and Ryan Clark. With further strikes from Ethan Moore with two, Ben Evans, Farish Baker and Liam Abberton over AFC Rangers 11-0. Also through to the last 16, <laughs> our Rock Point FC who hit unlucky Parkgate San Germain for 13. My team, right. <laughs> Rock Point, I love you bringing, bringing these matchy parts, but fucking hell man, this is a long one. Goals. <laughs> And he's, he's named every goal. Rock Point game today was against Parkgate San Germain from Division 3 in the Cup. And with almost a full squad to choose from, Parkgate went in for a rough time. And it showed after only five minutes, Stuart Hardman got his first goal with a well taken finish. Next goal was from the kiss blower Benno as he got <laughs> in on the act to make it two. Still not doing it, is he? can't do it when you win in the score. After 10 minutes, Stuart Hardman doubled his tally for the day to make it 3 0. And then the serial kiss blubber Benno <laughs> struck his second of the match almost straight away to make the scoreline 4-0. Dale Averton finally broke his duck for the club with a well taken low drive into the bottom corner to make it 5. Then to round off the first half, Stuart Hardman grabbed his third of this game 6-0. Rockpoint made three subs at half time and the goals kept flowing straight away as the retaining Jamie Payne opened his account to make it 7. Benno grabbed his third of the game, and yes, it was at it again with his celebration. I'll <laughs> <laughs> have to come watch him. Yeah, we will. We'll have to take eggs, though. Yeah, 8-0, Jamie Payne added the ninth goal, and Benno grabbed his fourth of the game and, and number 10 of the game. The hard-working Billy New scored with a low left-footed drive to add an 11th, and it was the only matter of time before Liam Whelan finally got on the score sheet to make it 12. Do you want to forget about him? He's scoring all the goals, and he, yeah, he makes it 12. One. The final goal went to Jamie Payne to complete his hat-trick, 13 at the final whistle. Some of the football players today was outstanding and a pleasure to watch. We wish PSG all the, 
all the best for the remainder of the season. Man of the match was Ant Gardner. Unreal performance, never stopped the whole 90 minutes. We want to wish him and his girlfriend all the luck this week as she has her baby. All the best guards and your, and your yeah. missus, yeah. My wife goes well. Speaking to him the other day, she's getting taken out Friday and she's not coming out until she's had it. I said I can't believe you let me go in Friday. Her game, Shatty. Yeah, just do it Monday. Tell them Monday. She's gone over. To ride on with all army. Three people got at six in that game. And you know what? Fair play for knowing who scored in what order. No, I don't. But this is what people are doing. They're getting it right, aren't they? Yeah. So another 13 goal game saw Wirral Radio FC who had Matt Lidiot with 3, Ash McCoy with 2, Jack Gibson, Tom Williams, Tom Bolton, Matt Walker bagging 9 and conceding 4 to West Kirby United, Finley Austin with a hat-trick and Jack Safadi for West Kirby. Oh, a hat-trick and getting whacked. AFC Tina. We have a... Yeah. Report, the first one is it? Yeah, I think it is. AFC team with two Whitby Rangers, two tough defeat to take after the lads put in a great shift. Phil Bobby, Phil Bibby, sorry, Phil Bibby sends us into into the half one 0 to the good after following up a splendid shot. Ryan Inns doubled our lead by receiving the ball and firing in from twenty yards out. Whitby got back into the game with a quick feat in the box as their striker managed to get past three and slot it home. And with a lapse in concentration on a corner kick allowed them to get back into the game. And it was it's as Whitby played a low ball into the box for them to slot home to make it two all. We thought we had won it when the Whitby keeper spilled the ball behind the line, but the referee decided otherwise. The game went to penalties and Whitby ran out three one winners with the Whitby goalkeeper saving four penos. Ooh. Well done. Well, yeah. Unlucky yeah. teammate, thanks for the uh yeah. report. That, again next week. that was in the Division 3 Cup, more commonly known as the Jimmy Core Cup. No scorers for Whitby. League action saw FC Bidston, Alan Goodall with two, Mark McNoon and Paul Wallace in their first maximum points haul with a 4-2 success over Glenavon Lanslin. Turn the corner. And now unbeaten in the last three League and Cup games to leapfrog their opponents in the Premier Division. Yeah, it's a big win that. Not nice being on the bottom, is it? JPL Jets registered a 2 0 win at MSC Eastern to stay on the heels. Division 2 leaders Rock Point, thanks to efforts from Liam McGreelish and Callum Lavelle. While Victoria Colts took a share of the points with Barcode FC 0 0. One of the favourites for promotion from Division 3. So AFC Park North with Matty Higgins and Tyler Gatton on the score sheet post a narrow 2-1 result at AFC Rayburn to maintain second spot. It goes on, Bergen at Sunday League and now looking to bring back the youth division, now accepting new applicants for the season. This season's under-16s can join as Colts, last season's under-16s can come in as youth, especially if some clubs wish to enter two teams. Be good to get that going again, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, I was speaking to Peary about the other day. Will be decent. So, have we got anything? Hey, oh, let's go back, let's go back first. Let's go back. BDK. Now, obviously, you spoke about Foxwells early, but I know fewer players have been throwing, the ones who don't play have been throwing the Sunday shouts in when you're on, the, on this bad run, haven't they? 
What's your feelings about BDK getting injured in a 7-0 romp? Um, I don't really want to talk about it. If I'm going to be honest. No. No, I don't want to talk about it because it's just absolutely point in playing in them dog and dog games. Well, it's a shame for the lad, I'll say, because he hasn't long come to it, has he? No, I'm going to for him, to be honest, because... You know, he's coming at a tough time. He has, but he started well, didn't he? No, he's done alright. He's done alright. I know you, you left him out Saturday. Yeah, I just think the way we were playing, and you know, yeah. we left the field, didn't we? But you did, yeah. Um, yeah, and Gosford, you know, he's a nice lad, and he's, you know, he, he can't he can play higher easily. So, any rumours? Well, you've got one. I've got one. Yeah, got one. But do you know what? I've got one. Oh yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, the one I've got. You might as well do this one first, the old one you're doing. Because this one is, it's quite controversial because this team think I don't like them. Okay, well this one I've got, right. We say we won't read them out, shit ones and crap ones and that, don't we? Yeah. But, it made me giggle when I, when I got it. Rumorgate, so obviously this has come in before your game on Tuesday night. <laughs> Even if Foxholes get a result Tuesday night, it's highly unlikely McGraw will be manager during Xmas time, <laughs> as other commitments of him being Father Christmas in the pyramids are top priority after success of the defeats. <laughs> Source unknown, don't reply to the number. Thanks. Fuck it up. People have got it bad for me. Yeah, they have like that. That's a that's a that's a go on after. Right, here's my one. Let me get it up. Did. Now, I'm going to read this out word for word. All right, Mick. Rumorgate, I absolutely love it. I know most of it is full of shit, but people take the time to get, to send you it. So here's mine. This isn't shit. This is fact, and fact is in capital letters. Rockpoint pay their players. Ooh. I've seen it on Facebook this week. I know they pay their players. Please read this out. That, that's word for word. Yeah. That's word for word. Somebody's got a gripe of the rock boys. Yeah, there. someone doesn't like the rock boys. Now, I, I haven't seen it on Facebook. There's, or Twitter. Do you know what? I've had a busy week, so I haven't been on much, but I remember, and my memory's piss poor, but I do remember seeing something the uh, other day. Well, he's, whoever it is here, well, I can't, I can't say the name, but... They've put that it was on Facebook. Yeah, somebody put on um, about Liam Whelan, it might have been. He'll have to up as 20 to 40 now. <laughs> as I, I said, you know what? what point people, I'm just reading it out. Do you know what? It may have been on the top goal scorers list. I think it was. Bernie's top goal scorers list. I think it was on that. Was it? Yeah. And somebody put, you'll have to up as money from. Now, I've heard them rumours that obviously it's coming. That's why you've read it out. I've heard them rumours before. He's, there's a number of players. But is it true? Is it not? If it's true, do you need a fat 42 year old centre forward? <laughs> I could get me an effect. <laughs> the right place. I hope it's not true. Well, do whatever you got to do. If you've got it, why not? I, I got off with the chance a few years ago. At the Queens, I got off with the chance. When we had we had a bad scene, I got off with the chance by I won't say who by, 
but someone was willing to put money in to pay players. I just ring it. And bring players basically doing what you're doing. And I said no. I said you I'm fucking doing it. And that it was why would I want to bring Oggies over to play for the Queens? Now don't get me wrong, it's happened in the past, but it's because they wanted to. You know what I mean? If you get them over and they're good and they want to come over and play, that's fine. But if they're just coming over to play for money, you're losing your your identity on a Sunday. It's not semi-pro football, Sunday football, is it? No, it's not. So, I hope it's not true, but if you're not fair enough, you know. You know, and how far could we have got with money? There's no way to go apart from in the national league. That's what I mean. But no big and a team is winning that national again. Like ever. Unless someone get a team where all the best players in the world. That's what I said years them. ago. But you, but you want your team to have the you experience want, of going in the, in the national Yeah, you do. But, like, we, we said it when me and your Ian used to say the only way back then, if we joined the two, two, two teams with a couple of others from elsewhere. Yeah. But then, it's a name. Our, our lads wouldn't go there, their lads wouldn't come here. Oh, you're not playing for the Dock or the Greens, yeah. are you? Or so then, Rock Ferry or whoever. It's going to be another name, on it? You, you, at the time when we were talking about, I was talking with Taylor Lucas, we were talking about doing it and getting a team off the Whittle Sunday. Yeah. And using their name. But. That's been hard, that. I do that. Yeah, you, you couldn't do it now. Back then, you may have been able to because you could sign more than 30 players. Now you couldn't do it. Could you? Because that team would need players to play all the league games. Yeah. But, anyway, get more rumours in, keep the match reports coming in, it's good. Yeah, it's flying at the moment, isn't it? Sorry it's late this week, but we are both have been generally. Yeah, it's been a, been a busy week. Um, been a busy week. I've been trying to save my job. <laughs> Meetings <laughs> and football and yeah. presentations I've been to. Yeah, no, but good luck to everyone on the weekend. And well, See you next week. Yeah, and before we go, I will apologise. So I do like to give Mick a bit of stick, and I've gone easy on him for the last couple of weeks. <laughs> I think you've seen. Um, She's getting enough on, on social media. But you know what? Keep, keep the stick coming. It only makes me say, Wait, I'm Wade. Adam is your mate, so you can tag each other and stuff. 